Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Mornings with Ben Davis. I feel like they let me down. I feel like they let themselves down. They're, they're, you know, Paddy's a terrific person. Does so much, in, you know, in the community. Um, then, and, you know, I think um, what happened on Sunday night, no one condones, but you know, it's happened. And I feel that as a club that we've um, got in and supported our players more than anything else, uh, which is what, what we need to do. But also be respectful of the situation and um, and, and deal with it appropriately. Kevin Walters, just moments ago, disappointment and damage control at Red Hill. Now it comes down to what penalties should be handed out to Pat Carrigan and Adam Reynolds for their public scuffle. A fine, a suspension, or nothing. What would you hand out to the skipper and his first mate? 13, 13, 736. Yep, step, uh, thanks for stepping into the ring with me this morning. Brawling Broncos, Super Bowl blow-ups, and Queensland's biggest sports quiz. All on the menu this morning, but the biggest story of the day, which we will keep bringing you the developments as they unveil themselves at Red Hill, is the Broncos. A Red Hill roasting this morning right now. The teams are training, but at 8.30 this morning in the last half an hour the captain the vice captain and the coach all fronted the cameras the microphones and the media to talk about what happened Sunday night we've seen the vision we have an idea that Patrick Carrigan was by his own admission he was full of it and he was trying to be sent home in a cab by his captain things got out of hand boys will be boys right or wrong 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. If you're in charge at Red Hill or the NRL, what punishment do you bring down? Because that is the next process in this entire event. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. I'll give you my take on it shortly, but here's one. Here's one that's really hits home, I think. Our own Vanessa Gibson, a, a mum of sport-loving kids, talking to Pat and Heels earlier this morning. It's not okay. I don't think we should just brush this off as boys will be boys. Oh, they're just out having fun. They're just mates. 
they are paid a lot of money mm-hmm. to maintain a certain level of behaviour in public, on and off the field. And I don't think we should just brush this off as, oh, mm. they're having a bit of fun. They're all right. We can do better as a society. And as young, you know, as with young kids playing sport, they are part of their contract is you know, this role that they have in the next generation. You know, those kids love that fan day. They love it when the players come out to their clubs. They mm. love any chance to interact with these sports stars. And they need to do better. They are paid a lot of money to do better. Yes, it's their own time. Yes, that's that's fine. But, you know, there are other ways to kind of get out that physical angst or whatever whatever's going on. It's just... That's not a standard of behaviour that we should mm. accept or brush okay. off as fine. There we go. Vanessa Gibson earlier this morning. Yeah, Yes, she's part of the SEN team, but first and foremost at home, she's a mum to kids. These are conversations that are being had in kitchens, in lounge rooms, in offices, at work today and last night as well. What were the conversations you had with your kids, your grandkids around this? And again, it now comes back down to the punishment. But because too often in society, and, and I'll be using that word a lot this morning because Kevin Walters even mentioned it in his media conference a little bit earlier, that rugby league is a snapshot of society. These things happen. They do. But what we don't see enough of in society is consequences for actions. Now, I'm not saying and suggesting the book should be thrown at Adam Reynolds and Pat Carrigan, but something will happen. There's been a precedent. We'll get into that very shortly. It will not consume the entire three hours, but it will be a big part of it uh, coming up. <laughs> because this is the thing. That the Broncos have got trial matches. They've got to play this weekend against the Cowboys. So, so do the Dolphins and the Titans. They'll be taking on each other as well uh, before heading off to Vegas for the opening round. At least that's the Broncos. When it comes to trials in AFL and NRL, what is your team looking for? What what questions do they need to answer? I think for most of the Queensland teams, at least the ones in the southeast as far as rugby league is concerned, it's the centre of attention, the, the centres. Cobbo at the Broncos, Brimson at the Titans, who will partner Herbie on the peninsula at the Dolphins. And, and what do the Broncos do with Tristan Saylor? Tristan Saylor. Is he the most undervalued, underrated player in the NRL? Big statement, I know. But it leads us into our top five for today as well. Undervalued, underrated players. Players who don't get a start because of those in front of them. There's been so many of them through history. Think of Stuart McGill when it comes to cricket. Think of Michael Nisa right now. Tristan Saylor. Who else? Who else didn't get a start? Our underrated, undervalued, underutilised, just because they had some of the goats in front of them. Matt Ballon coaching at the Broncos now. Think of the career he could have had for Queensland if there wasn't a bloke called Cameron Smith. Yes, it is Broncos Central today, but I do want to put your thinking caps on. Top five for today, the most underrated player in history. We'll get into the issues of the day with Brent Tate, Dean Solomon, as well as round AFL uh, and NRL. Tatey too. I wonder if he's seen anything like this at Red Hill or in his travels over in the ditch, across the ditch and the Warriors, up at the Cowboys. Teammates getting stuck into each other. 13 13 55 0467 736 736. Uh, on the text line too, with all these wrestling techniques, both players have not learnt much. Pat, thank you for that. Yes, I know. There's going to be a bit of fun taken into this. There's going to be 
um, memes. There's going to be jokes around it. But at NRL headquarters right now, I can imagine it won't be too much of a laughing matter. Uh, Coming up shortly, I will take you through the entire media conference. First, it was Adam Reynolds and Pat Carrigan together standing in front of the microphones, and then Kevy came in. Uh, I will be playing that in about 10 minutes' time in its entirety, but right now, a, a taste of Pat Carrigan and a contrite Adam Reynolds. Oh, mate, I won't get into the ins and outs of it, but all I know is that um, Adam had my best interest at heart, and it was clearly time for me to go home. We are mucking around and joking in, in a public place where we shouldn't have been. So, um, yeah, I'm lucky that as a leader, he's there to support me, and... Um, Mate, I wouldn't want to have any other captain or um, teammate or friend in that regard. So. And Paul, it sounds like you, you were trying to almost be a captain, maybe alcohol, make some poor decisions. But were you trying to take a leadership role here with, with captain? Yeah, we, we shouldn't have been there. That's the main message. Um, we're in a public place. Um, we're mucking around and we're a little bit heated. Um, like Paddy said, we, we should have moved on and went home. And, um, yeah, just glad no one got hurt or, or injured. And um, as a club, we're looking forward to, you know, what's ahead and um, not looking backwards. Have you well, know, the police story is Adam that the, the public and the, everybody's looking at the NRL for player behaviour in Las Vegas. Can you, can you understand this? Is going to make people nervous that how the players going to behave over there? Yeah, we understand that. Um, we're, we're leaders within this club, and uh, it's not a good look. We understand that, but. We're united as a team, we're united as a club, and um, you know, it's, it's about moving forward now and trying to get that trust back. How many venues were you asked to leave by? Police, I was the two members of the group. Were you going to move along with the directive on Marshall Street? Is that you said? Uh, we're not going to go into too many details. We're, 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 well, we we're know, so we shouldn't have been there, yeah. mate. Um, take responsibility for that. Let's move forward. Let's move forward, accepting responsibility, but what punishment and what will that be? And what will that acceptability be? What punishment will they be handed down? Again, if you were in charge, that's the question this morning. If you're in charge of the NRL, what example do you set? What punishment do you hand down? Is it a monetary fine? Is it community service? Is it a suspension? 13 13 55 0467 736 736. Max is out of Kalangari. He says, I don't buy into this. They're rugby league players. They have a lot of testosterone. Sorry, mate. They're not playing league at the time of the brawl. Act like most other people are expected to. No excuses. So there we go. Max on the front foot. Do you agree with that? Or is this a case of, well, there's two words that jump into mind storm and teacup. But those same words were front of mind when Payne Haas and Albert Kelly were having that scuffle. Remember the sand shoes? Yeah, well, that was almost two years ago. Payne Haas and Albert Kelly copped a one-match suspension each for bringing the game into disrepute. It was for... Actually, it was probably less than what this was, visually, what it looked like anyway. But Payne Haas had history, I hear you say. Yeah, he did. And the NRL were sending a message, a one-match suspension. But you know what? Albert Kelly also got a one-match suspension. Didn't get as much of a fine. $10,000 to Payne Haas, $5,000 to Albert Kelly. So there is a precedent. Can they walk back from that precedent, the NRL? It's why I fear for the captain and the vice-captain of the Broncos. Or do you think they'll be right? 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Look, that. Discipline's been a major part of the kevolution at Red Hill. 
cleaning out the place, losing the dickheads, get everyone on the straight and narrow. Does this undermine it? I mean, you tell me, Broncos fans, uh, uh, these are cracks you don't want to see appear, right? Or is it right that they appear now and not during the season? Boys being boys. Yeah. Look, from the CCTV vision that we've seen uh, last night on the news, they were playing pylons. There was a bit of fun. But it's always fun in games until someone loses an eye, right? That's what my dad always used to say. Or, or until someone captures it on an iPhone. And that's exactly what happened. There we go, society. That's a snapshot of society right now. Instead of jumping in and trying to pull them apart, someone decides to get their phone out and starts recording it. That's society. That's 2024 in Australia, in the world. Barnaby Joyce lying on the footpath. Is he hurt? Is he in trouble? No, I don't know. I'll just get my phone out and start recording it. That is a snapshot of society. Sadly, that's where we're at, right? So back to the punishment. There will be one. That's a given. There has to be. So what is it? And if there isn't one from the NRL, there certainly will be from the Broncos, even though Kevy said, we'll wait and see what the integrity unit and the NRL hand down. Here's the point, though. When it comes to Albert Kelly, Payne Haas, they weren't in a leadership role. They weren't the captain and vice captain of the club. And you can't treat them any differently because they are the captain and the vice captain because that causes division and it sends the wrong me message. Actually, I'm going to walk that back for a second. You, you do actually need to treat them differently because they're the captain and the vice captain because they should know better. They do know better and they should be setting the example. So what should it be? Fine, community service, suspension, missing Vegas. Should that be the penalty handed out? 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Uh, this will be dominating discussions around the city, around the state today. Uh, let's kick things off. On the open line, Cuzzy, good morning to you. Morning, how are you? Good. Where do we go with this, mate? What would you do? It's definitely not good timing with what's going on in Vegas. But considering alcohol was involved, yep. I would give him a six-month alcohol ban. Six-month alcohol ban. Yeah. yeah, that would hurt him. That would hurt him because they want to go over there and party. They're going to Vegas. They'll teach him a lesson about not to do the wrong thing. And because that'll hurt him. That's what I reckon they should do. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate and my parent coming out of me, Cuzzy. Um, when you were growing up, or I don't know, just tell me your example. Oh, sorry, your experiences with banning anything. Alcohol ban. Parents banning sugar from kids at parties. You know where I'm going with here? The moment you put a ban on something, the moment you're actually human nature is you, you want to you want to test it, you want to push it, you you want to rebel against it. Yeah, but I reckon the Broncos should jump on the front foot and not wait till the Integrity Commission. They should show some leadership now and do it before they make before, and that way then the Integrity Commission can say, okay, well the Broncos have done this. I'm happy not to sit not. Not to sit and wait, right? Not, yeah. But so the Broncos get on the front foot. Cuzzy, thank you for kicking us off. Plenty waiting on the line, 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736. Broncos need a hand down a ban and maybe an alcohol ban. 
Uh, Dazzles is out at Redland Bay. Darren, morning to you. Oh, morning, Benny. How are you going? I'm okay. I'd be, I, I, I don't want to be at NRL HQ right now or even at Red Hill HQ. They've got plenty going on, haven't they? But, uh, they, they certainly have, and it, it, you're right. It's a sto- it is a storm in a teacup, but so it's just about everything that happens off-field with the NRL, and they've got to deal with it consistently, otherwise their integrity is in, is in tatters, and, and they'll, they'll probably, probably should cop a ban. I'd, I think that we wouldn't even be really discussing this if, if Vegas wasn't around the corner. They'd cop a one week and a, and a fine, and we, we'd just move, miss the first round and move on. But the NRL has got a, a real conundrum here where they have their showpiece showpiece uh, games in the uh, in the US at Vegas and they'd be they'd be in panic mode I imagine but their their integrity and long term integrity is more important than, than than one game I think and they're, they're, Paul Paddy and uh, Adam are probably going to cop it then I think and well they should just just to keep it consistent uh, but it would be better off if they just let let the private lives out of things you know but we can't do it I suppose. Well, we can't do it, especially when it's in a public forum like this, sadly. Um, we know that, Darren, and thank you for your thoughts. So we, we know stuff like this has gone on in the past. You've probably seen it. But the fact that it's now been broadcast on social media, you can't ignore it. You can't escape it. Everyone gets to see it. It used to be you just had to be there to witness it. And it was stuff of legend and hearsay and he said, she said. But now it's there for everyone to see. Punishment should be handed down. So there we go. We're saying, what, a ban? That's what we're hearing from most. Well, alcohol ban from Cuzzy. Darren says a ban missing round one. Uh, one more before we hit a break. Doug, good morning to you. Good morning. What Hello? would you What would you do? Oh, mate, look, you know, they're in a privileged position. They're, they're representing the country going over to, to uh, Vegas. And what they do is pretty stupid, so you give them a week off and let them uh, lick their wounds. That's how it is. Consequence for actions. There we go. Douglas, thank you. 13-13-55-0467-736-736. Um, from three people, bands. Well, because he was saying alcohol ban, uh, let them play. Should they be playing round one? It's a tough game, rugby league, and that's what they're marketing in the US. It's a tough, tough game, but what a message this would send off field. How tough is it? Well, step out of line, bring the game into disrepute, and you'll have the consequences. Does that send a message as well? Uh, A quick break, and then I will play you the media conference in its entirety so you can get your head around the contriteness and the consequences for actions and what should and is happening at Red Hill right now. 21 minutes past nine, off and running for a Tuesday morning, 27 degrees already here on SENQ, your new home of sport in Queensland. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. You gotta fight! Oh, slamming Sam. He's channeling his own Travis Kelsey there after the Super Bowl. Uh, Look, I will be playing some of Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid, the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, because in my opinion, what happened on the sidelines of the Super Bowl is actually a worse look than Pat Carrigan and and, um, Adam Reynolds. 
No, it, it is. And Sam was there laughing. I, I think it is. I mean, we're, we're talking about a player and his coach head-to-head running at – well, Travis Kelsey knocking his coach and having a spray. I mean, th- that's challenging authority. That That's actually having a crack at someone you, one, you shouldn't. But also, it's where's the respect? I guess that's what it comes down to. And it's not a good look, screaming in someone's face. Pat Carrigan and Adam Reynolds. We know Adam Reynolds was trying to defuse a situation, was trying to get Pat into a cab. That's what has come out of this. So does he deserve the same punishment as Pat Carrigan? 13, 13, 736. Actually, let, let's jump back to the open line. I want to keep this pumping along. I, I will get to the media conference so you can make more of a, uh, an opinion on this. Uh, but you have heard some of it already this morning. Will's out at Runcorn. Will, g'day. G'day, g'day, g'day. Hey, um, I'm not sure we're reading too much into this and needs to be read into it. Uh, you, you're looking at two bulls um, wrestling. No one's got any urgency about separating a fight. They're all about stacks on and jump in and a bit of, um, I don't know, two two bulls going at it. The young bull um, testing the old bull, even though Pat should have gone home by the sound of things and Adam was doing the right thing. It didn't look anything like the Payne Hass and Albert Kelly saga, which was definitely heated and angry. I think, um, I think at the end of the day, they did very well not to not to get fired up and, and throw punches and move nothing to see, move on. Nothing to see, move on, according to Will at Runcorn. Will, thank you. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. The, the similarity is, in both those instances, alcohol was involved. And Paddy Carrigan, as you'll hear this morning, uh, admits that he, was, he had too much and, in a way, had lost control. And that's what Adam Reynolds was trying to calm down. The pile on, the stacks on, it was a bit of fun to start with. And then it got out of hand. And someone took umbrage to it. Someone had more of a case to answer than others and took offence to it. And that's when things got out of control. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Janice, good morning. Hello. <laughs> Um, yes, I, I've, I've seen the, the film of them arguing and carrying on. Mm. Um, I would ban them from going overseas. That's what I would do. And is that an appropriate punishment in your eyes to make them make sure that this doesn't happen again? Because that's 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 probably the bigger question here, isn't it, Janice? It's about. Oh, consequences for your actions and a deterrent well, not yes. to not to do this again. Absolutely, and they've got little. There's 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 little children growing up seeing that, and and that's just wrong. It's just wrong for them to act like that. We teach our, our young lads to not do that sort of stuff. They just mm. play the game, and. You know, they need consequences. They need consequences. Need consequences, Janice. Thank you. Thank you for being part of the conversation. And it's a bigger conversation as far as society on that. Yeah, we, we teach our kids not to do stuff like this. Take it away from the footy field. Take it away from footballers. We've all had that friend, that mate who's had too much. And you try and put him in a cab and they get antagonistic and they make an absolute goose of themselves. Or it might be at your place at a barbecue they've had too much to drink. So what happens then? What's been the consequences? Well, you tell me. What's happened in your world 
when something like that has happened? Because it seems like that's the core of this. Paddy Carrigan, too much to drink, trying to be get into a cab uh, by the captain. Well, come on, boys, let's get home. Paddy, get home. No, he resists. We've all been in a position like this, haven't we? As in, if not personally, you may have tried to get that friend home and they've resisted. They make a goose of themselves. What happens? I mean, it can end relationships. It can end friendships. You can put them in the bin. You don't invite them over for barbecues anymore. You hesitate to go out with them. That's a a punishment within a relationship group, a friendship group. Maybe it's bigger. Maybe it's stronger. But it's got to send a message, right? Like that's a snapshot of society. 13, 13, 55, 0, 4, 6, 7, 7, 3, 6, 7, 3, 6. Everyone wants an opinion on this, which is brilliant. We'll get to those very shortly. Right now, I need to get to Vanessa and a news hit at 9.32. Gonna burn your name right across the sky So I never forget what At 9.34, I have asked Vanessa to stick around because I want to delve more into her comments that she made with Pat and Heels. So, uh, Vanessa, thank you for doing that. Uh, be- before I, you and I have a quick chat, Andrew is on the line. Line two. Andrew, good morning. Good morning, mate. How are you? Good. What would you do? Mate, you got to remember that we train these blokes to be aggressive. You know, they're trained to be aggressive six days, seven days a week. And all of a sudden, they're to be aggressive. Then all of a sudden, they've got to turn it off. The other thing is, the media really love to get a hold of these things and sensationalise the hell out of it. Some of the comments I've heard on the media this morning, I mean, they're carrying on worse than the two boys did. I mean, really, making storming the teacup doesn't ever begin to cover it. Well, and, th- and Andrew, thank you, f- thank you for thank you for those thoughts, uh, Vanessa. All right, so mm. you and I are part of the media. Let, yeah. Let's let's respond to that straight away. I mean, yes, we have got so much going on in the world right now. Yet this is the headline story, front and back page of the paper. It led the news last night. It's been leading your news all this mm. morning, and it's because of the role of sports star. Well, this is my take on it. The role of sports stars, our athletes in our society, in mm. Australian society. And you want to bust it down to Queensland. There is no bigger brand than the Broncos. Probably outside the Premier, you could say the Broncos captain is the highest post mm. in in this state. And yeah. that, that's not being foreseen. That that's that's. That is the regard in which it's held. We, we don't have a royal family per se. We don't have Hollywood here in this country. What we do have is our athletes. Sports stars. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's where, we, that, that's where I come at it from a, a media sense. There's vision of it. There is uh, two high-profile people yeah. having a scuffle. Yes, that is news every day of the week. Yeah, it is newsworthy because this is not normal behaviour. And we should not gloss over this and normalise this behaviour. We shouldn't just be saying, boys will be boys. Oh, they're out with their mates. Oh, they're just having a bit of fun. Yeah, like it might have started as a friendly wrestle, but it didn't. It got heated. They admitted that in the presser this morning. It's not normal behaviour and it Mm. is not behaviour that we should be holding up in society as, as what is acceptable and normal you know, we are seeing crime. We are seeing one punch can kill. You know, I, I'm not saying it's the same category as that, but I just mean by downplaying violence and drunken behaviour that, you know, they need consequences to these actions. Consequences to actions. That's, that, 
Vanessa, you've nailed it. And look, let's come at it. We're both parents. Mm. We're we're both parents. My my kids are a little bit older now, into their late teens or early 20s. But if they carried on like this, like there would be consequences for for their actions. Exactly. A wrestle like this in the schoolyard, they'd be suspended. They'd be expelled. They would certainly be disciplined, Mm. you know? So why when they're idols, and they are, like whether they like it or not, these players are put on pedestals. They, the kids love them when they go out and do school visits and the fan day that we saw on Sunday. The kids absolutely love it, and and they are it, those things are really important to our kids in their sporting journeys. Vanessa, what I'll put to you though is that they are also human, and a snapshot of society. We, we we've had callers about this, and Kevy mentions it, and we'll be playing some of that very shortly. That rugby league is a snapshot of society. All walks of life come come through it, and this does happen. But in normal society, we have consequences for actions. We've had a text through from Andrew too saying, what's the difference between a lovable rogue and bringing the game into disrepute? About 20 years. Tommy would be watching and wringing his hands laughing. This is low-level stuff. We'll laugh about it down the track. Well, maybe that was a thinking 20 years ago. Mm. And as much as we can fight against it and hate it and this is the world we live in, really, yeah, this is the world... We live in now. Yeah, I think they need to check their privilege here in this situation. They are paid a lot of money. They oh, know. I, okay, that I'm going to stop. I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to pull you up there. <laughs> okay. M- money shouldn't come into it. No. M- money. Money shouldn't come into it. What, and well, that's that. what I'm saying though is that they're they're protected in their roles. Where you know, you and I working a normal job, we we have a level of behaviour that enables us to get up each day and come to the office and mm. do the job that we're paid to do. You know, part of their job, which is a well-paying job, okay, that that doesn't really matter, but part of their job is to, yes, play football, but they also have responsibilities, you know, around that. They are in the spotlight. They are recognised. Yeah, the, the, the profile that they hold, not so much the, the pay packet. I, 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 I Personally, I can't cop the pay packet thing. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're on the minimum wage or if you're on maximum money. I mean, you're still part of society and surely you've got to be able to abide by the rules. Yes. So that's, to me... The, and there's expectations no matter how much money you make. Mm, yep. Exactly. And the, the only expectation I would think with, with money being made is, is how how much you put in as far as the work you do. Mm-hmm. So that, that that's, anyway, that's, yeah, yeah the, the, mo- the money the money thing grinds my gears. I know we're getting that's off enough. topic, but, but it does come into it because that's, 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 that's people's thinking. And I think the leadership issue has to come into this as well. Yeah. This is not just teenagers who've just been drafted to the club who are still adjusting to, to this life. Mm. Not that that's an excuse either, but they are the leaders of the club. They need to be setting this example you know, for their teammates as well as for for the kids who are looking up to them. There needs to be a consequence. You watch that press conference. Oh, I take full responsibility. I want to move forward, you know. What are the, what are the lessons learned? <laughs> yeah. and, and and that will come out because the NRL, the integral. Well, at the moment. At, at the, the moment. At the moment, what else can they say? They're, they're sitting and waiting in the headmaster's mm. office now. That, that's that's what's happening. The, the punishment will, will be handed down by the NRL once they do their investigations. And I guess that's the question, is what punishment does fit this crime? It, I mean, it wasn't a crime. 
as far yeah. as, you know. The, the no, po- they weren't arrested. They, no. they weren't arrested. No, they, they weren't. The, the police uh, reports that we're reading, they've interviewed them and told them to move on and, yep. and, and given them a, you know, they gave them a boot up the bum or whatever, mm-hmm. a warning. Oh, we don't know. That is all going to come out. But the NRL being the governing body of what they do, basically their employers, they will be handing down a, a punishment. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Uh, 941, Vanessa, thank you. You've got to get back thank to the you. newsroom. Yes. Appreciate, appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, what, what we'll do, we'll take a quick break. And I know I've been saying you, we'll play this in the entire but I want to clear the board. I want to clear some space so you can hear exactly what Adam Reynolds and a contrite Pat Carrigan had to say, Kevin Walters as well, when they addressed the media a short time ago. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Oh, man, I don't get into the ins and outs a bit, but all I know is that um, Adam had my best interest at heart and it was really time for me to go home we'll mucking around and joking in, in a public place where we shouldn't have been. So, um, yeah, I'm lucky that as a leader, he's there to support me and, uh, mate, I wouldn't want to have any other captain or um, teammate or friend in that regard. So. And, Felice, it sounds like you, you were trying to almost be a captain, maybe alcohol makes some poor decisions, but were you trying to take a leadership role here with, with captain? Yeah, we, we shouldn't have been there. That's the main message. Um, we're in a public place. Um, we're mucking around and a little bit heated. Um, like Paddy said, we, we should have moved on and went home. And um, yeah, just glad no one got hurt or, or injured. And um, as a club, we're looking forward to you know what's ahead and um, not looking backwards. And you know, our big story is Adam that the, the public and the, everybody's looking at the NRL for player behaviour in Las Vegas. Can you, can you understand this is going to make people nervous that how the players going to behave over there? Yeah, we understand that. Um, we're, we're leaders within this club and um, it's not a good look, we understand that, but we're united as a team, we're united as a club and um, you know, it's, it's about moving forward now and trying to get that trust back. How many venues were you asked to leave by? Police have told us that two members of the group were given a move along directed on Marshall Street, is that you two? Uh, we're not going to go into too many details. We're, we're, well, we know we shouldn't have been there, yeah. mate. Um, take responsibility for that. Does the club have a problem with alcohol? No, mate. Um, I don't think so. Obviously, um, like the situation that unfolded on Sunday night, we're really good mates and um, people make some poor decisions around those sort of things and I put my hand up for that. And, uh, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, this isolated incident, I think we should just, we want to move forward as a group, um, and especially when I'm um, I just look forward to playing footy. So there's no players amongst each other, there's no animosity? No, no, no we're a really tight group. We, we love each other's company. Um, we had a really good day, the fan day. To celebrate that, and like Paddy said, we shouldn't have been there at that time, and um, we'll learn from their mistakes. It's about moving forward. What do you think the punishment should be? There? We're, we're not too sure. Um, whatever it is, we're, we're more than happy to wear that. Um, you know, we put our hand up. We accept full responsibility for what happened, and whatever happens, happens. Did you get a serve off the coach, you guys? No, that's obviously a hard thing. Um, you know, Kevy's a big reason of why I enjoy playing my football here. Uh, same with Adam. So. Um, obviously, you don't like letting him down and all the associated um, you know, partners of the game in the Broncos, but um, yeah, the biggest thing for me is just moving forward and repaying our fans. I think on Sunday, that showed me why I love being at this club and um, you know, 
sooner I get back on the football field and play good footy, then um, that's what I want to do for them. But you say it's an isolated incident, but 12 months ago you were spoken to by the coach for drinking while you were injured. That's now the second time, just having to isolated incident. Yeah, I've, I've made a mistake and um, we could just accept this one on the weekend and move forward. And, um, you know, obviously I've got a huge amount of respect for Kevin and um, yeah, there's no other coach I want to play for. So um, I need to be better, both circumstances, and um, yeah, I own that. Do you think what you do this better? You get off the outdoor from here or what you get? Oh, I don't know, mate. Um, you know, due time, maybe that could be a thing, but it is what it is. I just want to accept responsibility now and uh, move forward, play football, and uh, if that's the be, that'll be. But mate, I'm just going to move forward. Renaud, have you tried to ask to leave Mayor Rooftop? Why wasn't that a signal to you that it was probably time to go home rather than going to further establishments? We we cooperated with them. We left. Um, but isn't that a sign that you would have happened? We, we were leaving, went to another venue, and we were leaving there as well. So we were pretty much on our way home. Um, you know, we had a little play play around in the park on the way home. It was, it was harmless, which turned a little bit heated. Um, but yeah, there was, there was nothing much more to it. Um, it's not a good look. We understand that. We accept, we accept what happened. Um, but we're united. We need to move forward as a group now. And um, yeah, looking forward to getting back out and playing. Yeah, there we go. Broncos captain Adam Reynolds and his deputy Patrick Carrigan after Sunday night's scuffle in the park. Whew, public place shouldn't have been there. More than happy to wear the consequences, whatever comes our way. And that's the next stage in this story. What comes this way? Oh, I, I suppose the other side is how will it affect them? I'll take you to Red Hill. Broncos training. They've got a trial match against the Cowboys. They're sworn enemies. <laughs> yeah, from that 2015 grand final. Uh, coming up uh, this weekend. We'll see what the fallout is, how they have been training very shortly. Uh, let's head back to the open line, though, 13-13-55. Uh, everyone has an opinion on this. Greg, good morning. What's yours? Hello. Yeah, good morning, mate. How you going? Uh, good. Enjoying the conversation, enjoying the debate. Where and what side do you stand on? Well, can you remember a couple of weeks ago weeks ago when Glenn Maxwell had sort of the same incident. Um, he was fined. Then he came out and did what he did to the Australian side. So yeah, if you yeah. take these two out of the game and rub them out for something so silly, I NRL needs to be brought to indigenous security. The NRL needs to be brought into disrepute. There we go. Hey, Greg, thank you for that. Look, Maxie, a little bit different. Uh, he passed out. No harm done. Uh, yes, yes, he had to be collected by an ambulance. Uh, teammates worried. But I guess it comes down to everything what Greg just said. And the whole issue around this is brand, isn't it? The Broncos brand, the NRL brand, not a good look. Cringeworthy. That's my rating on things. Cringeworthy. Like Travis Kelsey. That was cringeworthy. When something's cringeworthy, when something go, oh, makes you stop makes you think then probably it's not a good look it's not what needs to happen cringeworthiness that's where this one rates no harm done as far as criminal activity is concerned of course but brand damage reputation damage Damage control. That's exactly what they're in right now at Red Hill and the NRL. 13 13 55 0467 736 I'm going to have to clear some of these texts because they are stacking up. 
I wonder if any more can get through. 9.53, back with more in a moment. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Slam and Sam, just channeling your inner Taylor Swift. You need to calm down. Was that channeled at Patty and Adam Reynolds? Was it challenged and at cause? At, at the media, apparently. Uh, look, 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. We'll make no apologies that this hour has been dominated by what's happening at the Broncos. Uh, there's no bigger story in sport in this city right now. And you are divided. The punishment to be handed down because it, it will be coming. Should it be a fine? Should it be a suspension? Should it be nothing? Uh, what about community service? Do we forget how much these guys do in the community? And maybe does that get taken into account when the punishment is handed down? I've got to give you some clues for the quiz too coming up at 11. Oh, where's an answer here? Mm, Roma. Jot that one down. It's 10 o'clock. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. society, and we're part of society. Does your club individually have a problem with alcohol? No, as I just said there, um, alcohol is a problem in the whole society, and um, yeah, we're, we're part of society, so... Mm. What steps are you going to be taking to make sure that something like this doesn't happen again? Well, we just, again, get around the players, support them, make sure that they've um, got someone with them that you know, can certainly make some good decisions on their behalf. Um, that's basically, and obviously, as I say, get around them, support them, make sure that they, they've learned their lesson and um, try to ensure that this sort of thing is not something that's part of our um, our group moving forward. You know, we've, we've been in, in a great position for the last couple of years and uh, so we, we just look for the positives and make sure that you know, we, we get our season off to, to a good start, particularly on, on Sunday night. Yeah, there we go. Broncos coach Kevin Walters a short time ago at Red Hill addressing his captain and co-captain, the scuffle that took place in the Valley on Sunday night after a bonding session went pear-shaped. What what are those lessons? What what are the positives? Broncos fans, are there any positives to come out of this? And surely the lessons learned, uh, the punishment has got to be part of that because we know that's coming. There is a precedent for this. The NRL has already handed down punishments to Payne Harsford and Albert Kelly for something which was probably on a lower scale than that. One match bans to both of them. Payne Haas had form, I hear you say. Yeah, of course he did. Albert Kelly didn't, yet he still copped the same one match. Albert Kelly was injured at the time, so he probably didn't have the impact. But the punishment and what will be handed down and the lessons learned. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Societal issues, 
football issues. One and the same, aren't they? Uh, let's take you to Red Hill right now. That media conference was held about 90 minutes ago. Since then, the Broncos have been training. What do they look like? Carrigan and Reynolds, are they part of it? I want to bring in my colleague from 7 News, Mitch Crane, our Chief League reporter, who's down there at Red Hill. Mitch, good morning to you. Interesting times. What are they looking like on the paddock? Good morning, Ben. Well, on field, you wouldn't even know that the Broncos have just been through what they've been through for the last couple of days. But I can tell you, before they jumped on the field, there were very two so, very solemn-looking Broncos fronting the media this morning. Uh, Kevy Walters basically made the call earlier this morning that him, he himself, Adam Reynolds and Pat Carrigan, would front the media to explain their actions. Uh, and about as many cameras as you've ever seen here at Red Hill. It's obviously quite the talking point, especially with how close the Broncos are to going to Vegas. Just nine days until they jump on a plane. Yeah, well, forget Las Vegas. It's what happens in Bris Vegas that they should have been uh, worried about <laughs> and and the, and the NRL and what they do next. Uh, I know there's no timeline yet on that integrity unit and how and when that investigation will wrap up. Um, Kevy has said at this point that both players will be on the plane to Vegas unless the NRL determines otherwise. They do have a trial match to play on Sunday, don't they, Mitch, against the Cowboys? They do. Being a trial uh, and being two of the senior players, especially Reno, you don't expect to see him out there. Carrigan could have a few minutes. But as for Vegas, then, my mail at this stage is that they will be all clear to play. As we all know, the integrity unit is not a fast-moving beast. Uh, it seems like a crawl most times whenever a scandal comes up for them to get to the bottom of and hand down a punishment on anything. And even then, my mail is that yeah, they, they won't do anything to, uh, you know, halt this Vegas roadshow to stop these players from playing. After that, who knows? Suspensions potentially internally. The Broncos won't look at any punishments until the integrity unit's concluded its investigation. So as for the next couple of weeks, it's almost business as usual here at Red Hill and over in Las Vegas and Los Angeles. But no doubt there is some kind of form of punishment coming for Carrigan and Reynolds. All right, we, we heard the captain and vice-captain. They were contrite. They were saying, we learn, we try and move on. What does that look like and translate on field? I mean, I guess that's the big thing that fans want to know. Is this a weight on their shoulders? Uh, are they training Are they training together with the team? Have they been, have they been sent for, for laps as punishment or wrestling practices? Other clubs, maybe they need to steer clear of that. Well, what's it look like training-wise, Mitch? <laughs> Well, you'd almost expect a bit of Shark Tank, but they already did that two nights ago. Um, but no, all smiles on field training with the team as usual, surprisingly. But also, as you mentioned, and as they said in the presser, they just want to move forward. They've got a game to worry about. They can't dwell on it for too long. Um, and between the pair, there's no lingering animosity. Um, just a lot of apologies um, and a, a very disgruntled Kevy Walters. All right. Uh, fans, it's down there at training. We always see the um, the cafe down there at the, the Broncos. What is it, the Buckstop Cafe? They're, they're always there. Are they still Buckstop, there today? Yeah. And, yeah, and what's what, what's been the reaction uh, for them? Because I know we've had divided opinions this morning on, on our open mind. Look, the opinion of a lot of fans down here is, um, and it's almost as what Kevy Walters alluded to in his presser, is what he believed it was a bit of boys being boys. A lot of the fans down here tend to agree with that sentiment. Um, 
I'm not. It's generally an older crowd here. I'd say a younger crowd, but the younger kids is less impressed with the players. But uh, no, there's uh, there's no black marks from the fans down here this morning. Uh, Mitch, thank you, mate. We will let you get on with it, and uh, we look forward to your report tonight. Seven News at six and at four o'clock as well. Mitch Crone. Uh, from the Seven Newsroom at Red Hill. 13 13 55 0467 736 736. We'll get some more reaction from Kevin Walters, the coach, uh, very shortly. But let me go through some of these text messages. Pat has said give them a six-week suspended sentence. So if they do it again, that's the consequences. A suspended sentence. A suspended suspension, perhaps. Uh, Winston, punishment. They should have to go play half the season at the Dragons. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, were Jack Whiten and the Troll Mitchell band last year? No, they weren't. And that was worse. Well, was it worse? Yeah, they got arrested, but then it came out that the police had, well, been overzealous. All charges dropped and they walked away. Uh, this one, no name in it, mate. If they can't behave at home, what are they going to be like in Sin City? But sorry, they do have to cop a ban. And Tyson, media will make a mountain out of a molehill. That's right, because it's the media's fault. My 13-year-old son and I wrestle like that. Who's who's drunk? No, just asking because... I'm Anyway, uh, we have a young thug stabbing a grandmother to death in front of a six-year-old and he'll probably get no punishment. And yet we're going to make an example of a pissed wrestle. This has to be a joke. It isn't even newsworthy. Well, Tyson, you've just actually nailed and rebutted your own point. This is newsworthy because of the societal issues that are going on and consequences for actions. Now, we do not want to jump into judicial processes that are underway with more serious matters, but it's the theming that's the same. It's the consequences for actions. If our kids see role models get away with carry on like this, where a very fine line, as we all know and have all seen and have all experienced in society, there's a fine line between horseplay, mucking around and things going terribly wrong. What if they fell and hit their heads? There there, there were were concrete bollards and planter boxes around. What if they'd stumbled and tripped onto the road? I mean, we've all seen the consequences of heads getting banged on concrete, on bitumen. And again, it's it's a fine line between horseplay and things going madly and wildly out of control. Didn't happen, thankfully. Great, excellent. But what if it did? And it'd be a very different conversation. Consequences for actions. There, There will be punishment. There has to be. The NRL's already set a precedent. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Uh, Plenty to get through as far as this is concerned. And I I do want to tap into that with Brent Tate. Uh, He's our go-to man on rugby league. He's a great friend of the show and he's back again this year. I also want to tap into the trials because that is happening this weekend. Footy for real starts the trials. And what are the teams looking for out of the trials? What answers do they need? Is it an unnecessary evil trials? Or do they have to come out and fire and put their hand up for positions? We'll get to Brent Tate on the other side of this. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. 27 degrees. She's another warm one today. Plenty of hot opinion too here on SENQ, your new home of sport here in Queensland.
Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Sam and Sam on point as always. Yes, I've done all the dumb things we are doing today. All thanks to Mac as proud sponsors of the Little Legends, supporting grassroots sport here in Queensland. At the heart of this and the issue, yes, you know what we're talking about, the Broncos and the scuffle between the captain and vice-captain. Grassroots is at the heart of this. A text message here, and I want to read this out before getting to Brent Tate. And this uh, listener has said, no name on it, 525. Ha, ha, ha. Not normal behaviour you see every weekend in the Valley. Ask any 12-year-old if they think any less of the blokes for this. The percentage would be very low. Hmm. That's a take on it, isn't it? Would your kids feel any less or anything against Pat Carrigan and Adam Reynolds? No. But for me, the takeaway is the punishment. Because whatever we see in society be it serious crime, be it public nuisance, whatever it may be. For every action, there's got to be a reaction. There's got to be consequences for your actions. And if you are just skating by and getting through, where does that lead? And what message does that send? I know the NRL will send a message. They, they have to. They, they've had a precedence. Is it right? Is it wrong? What should that message be? 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. So many takes on this, but I'd love to get the one of this next bloke who's been there and done it before from a player's point of view. He has been involved in clubs and involved, well, still is involved with clubs uh, on the, well, on the flip side of it, uh, in the front office, behind the scenes, all that branding. It's massively important. Uh, sponsors also come into it. Brent Tate, a very good morning to you. Tatey, whew. This is a hot button topic right now. What was your first gut instinct when you saw and heard about uh, what happened in the Valley Sunday night? Benny, first and foremost, mate, I'm glad you're back over the dreaded man flu because we have missed you <laughs> and we know how bad the man flu is. So I'm glad you're like back, mate. Yeah, no, no, thank, thank you, friend. My, my welfare is very well down the list, but thank you for bringing that up. No, it's good. I've got a voice back now and I've stopped coughing. So it's, it's a win-win, right? Yeah. <laughs> that is a mate man flu. It uh, can cripple any any good person, any good man. Yeah. Um, oh, look, mate. Look, it, it's obviously not a good look. Um, but really, at the end of the day, it, it's you know, it's 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 not a huge issue. They've done something pretty silly. No one was hurt. No damage was done. Um, you know, I'm sure, mate. A, a fine, I would think, would be sufficient and just move on because at the end of the day, with the amount of crime and things that are going on in the world. I think this is really a non it's not a non event, but really there's there's not much to see here. It, it, you know, it's two blokes that had a bit of a wrestle, that was about it, mate. So um that that's that's the sort of way I look at it. Um I, I totally understand it's not a good look when they're both the senior players of the club, but um if anyone's ever been in a footy club before, it's it's um, you know, sometimes these things do happen and, and you know what, mate, they happen regularly at clubs that we just don't see them. So um yeah, you know, look, it's, you know, I'm sure they've kissed and made up and they've, they've moved on and take some responsibility and 
cop the fine and move on. Yeah, well, a couple of things to unpack there, Tady. Just just on the fact that they are both leaders, the captain and vice captain. Should the whatever punishment gets handed down, should that be taken and will that be taken into account? Be it the fact that they should should know better and being the leaders, they need to set the example and perhaps have an example set on them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I, from an NRL point of view, no, I don't think so. I think, um, but but I'm sure internally there'd be some real disappointment, you know, from the Broncos internally that, you know, two of their senior players are, are sort of being caught doing this. So it is a hard one, Benny. Look, sometimes I get really torn with this because I, I totally understand that there's, you know, there's, you know, they are setting the example and they are the captains. And then part of me is like, really, are we are we are we so outraged by this? But I guess at the end of the day, it's the society we live in and um, you know, a lot of people are really sort of, I guess, n- not hurt, but I guess not. I don't even know if disgust is the right word, but just disappointed in mm. what they've done. So, yeah, look, um, I don't think, you know, internally at the Broncos, I think they'll probably cop a harsher pen- penalty than what the NRL will hand down just because they are the senior guys of the club and they are setting the examples, which it is really important. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to, to see what, goes on here from the NRL point of view and I guess the Bronx as well to see how they all handle it. I, I, I want to ask you about that internal penalty and what from a player's point of view hurts the most. Before that though, you, you did mention um, that it's not a good look and no one was hurt but I, I go back to Payne Haas and Albert Kelly. I, I think there was one person around with a phone that, that captured that. One, one person. Here there was multiple people around. Yes, a few of them were teammates. It was in more of a public place. So I'm looking at the Payne Haas Albert Kelly issue, and they both got a match suspension for something that it, it didn't seem to be having any impact except on them and, and the person who ever caught it on camera because there wasn't anyone else around. This was more public. There were more people around. I'm just going back on that as a precedent, as a, as the penalty that could be handed down, and they both got a match each. Yeah. Well, you're right, mate. I guess the only thing we've got to go on is, you know, what's happened beforehand and the precedence that's been set. Mm. So um, you'd have to think that something like that would be coming, which, you know, um, you know, going to, it, as a player, mate, it'd really hurt having to miss a match, especially as a senior player and how critical both those guys are. Um, and especially if it is the build up around the, uh, you know, the first match in Vegas and, and everything that's come with that. So, yeah, mate, it'd be, it's going to be really interesting to see because, you know, there's a lot of stake for the NRL here, you know, taking the game to the Vegas and you want, you, you know, you want the best players out there playing and those two are certainly the Bronx most important and influential. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how this all plays out, I guess. Very true. I mean, there was uh, a thought that the NRL Integrity Unit, it, it, it's thorough. It does its investigations. It, it's not going to be quick. And they may not even wrap it up by Vegas. Um, it was something that I hadn't even thought of. Maybe they wait until after that showcase round to hand down whatever penalty that may be. And that will then impact round two, which is the Broncos and Bunnies on a Thursday night at Suncorp Stadium, round two. So maybe that's the one that uh, they could miss if that is the punishment handed down. Hey, Tady, let's let's talk about on-field stuff. I mean, this weekend, with the, the fair dinkum NRL trials start. Last week, we saw them against Q Cup teams. I say them, uh, the Broncos playing against uh, Winner Manly. We, we know the Dolphins played against the Capras. This time of year, trial matches, are, are they a, a necessary evil or... 
are there fair income spots up for grabs here from uh, at at Red Hill and and even the other Queensland teams? Yeah, I, I definitely think they they are a bit of an unnecessary evil, Benny. But you know, you certainly need them. Um, you, you know, especially from a player's point of view. You know, when you first start the year, it does take you a couple of games to get that match fitness and your timing, and and you know, just uh, just the, that feeling of being comfortable in that environment again. Because you know, there is a it is a you know, even though you are training, there's nothing like a, a game game time environment. So. You know, you definitely need them. And, and it does, mate. It provides, um, you know, some young guys that, you know, have had big pre-seasons that are, you know, pushing their way in the first grade. It gives them a, an opportunity to play well. And, you know, every year, I think, at each club, um, if you follow them closely, there'll be some young guys that play well in the trials. They get an opportunity round one or two. And, don't, you know, some don't look back, some do. But, um, you know, I certainly know, you know, I've got to start back playing first grade a long, long time ago now, just by trialling well and training well. So, yeah, hugely important, um, you know, from a timing point of view and also, you know, for these young guys or other guys that are, you know, sort of pressing for first grade spots, gives them a chance to impress. And if they do, you know, it's certainly, uh, certainly spots up for grabs and, um, you know, hugely important part of your preparation. All right. Well, this Sunday, the preseason challenge starts uh, for the Broncos and Cowboys and also the Dolphins and Titans. So Broncos and Cowboys, they're, they're first up. They're playing in Mackay. Uh, for me, Selwyn Cobbo switching to the centres, whether or not he actually plays in this trial or not. Say, say if there was, say there is a, a switch like this on. Do, do you try and get Selwyn Cobbo into that centre role, get him and get um, combinations formed as, as early as possible? Yep, 100%, Benny. You'd be saying to Selwyn, um, you know, you're playing the full game there. Um, let's get you comfortable. You know, you would have trained there all pre-season and now it's time to put that, you know, training into practice, uh, you know, proper practice. So, um, you know, I, again, when we're talking about positional switches for someone like Selwyn, uh, you know, that actually needs some time defending there. Like, you know, this trial for him would be, would be huge. You know, he'd be actually pretty nervous about going into this, I think, about... Um, you know what? What you know? Some of the defensive patterns that he's got to get used to, and um, you know, going in around one to get some confidence out of this trial would be huge for him. So, uh, yeah, again, mate, you know, just there's a lot of different, well, I guess, positional switches and players trying to push for first grade at clubs. It's um, it you know, these are hugely important, and and someone like Selwyn, it's going to play a critical role, um, you know, leading in around one if if that um, position switches on. Yeah, pointing at words for a man who's been there and done it before from the wing into the centre. Brent Tate, my guest this morning. I, I guess, Tatey, the match following that, which is on the Sunshine Coast, uh, the Titans and the Dolphins. So both Queensland or all four Queensland teams playing each other on Sunday in this preseason uh, preseason trial. AJ Brimson is touted to be a uh, centre now at the uh, at the Titans. Did you expect him to be lining? And also, I, I guess, with the uh, Dolphins, You've got Herbie Farmworth, you've got Avarillo, you've got um, Ewan Aitken, and even Tessie New all fighting for a centre spot. You'd have to think Avarillo and Herbie would be the, the starting centres for the Dolphins. How how much and do you expect to see them be li- uh, lining up this Sunday? Uh, well, I, I think, you know, at some stage, mate, 40 minutes of each of those games, you know, both well, all clubs will have their you know close to full strength team out in the park, and then they start to make some changes, and young guys start to come on and, and get an opportunity. So, 
you know, you'd think for the best part of 40 minutes, um, you know, all clubs will have, you know, their big names out there and um, getting some trial form and getting some timing back. Uh, mate, really interested to see how the Titans go this year. Obviously, under Desi, you'd think that, you know, all those guys have, would have spent a really long, hard, um, I guess, pre-season under Desi. And now, and now it's time to put that into practice and they'll want to... Uh, they want to impress. So, uh, mate, really interested to see how the Titans go. And then, obviously, flip side with the Dolphins, you know, new combinations with um, guys like Herbie and Avarillo and Feggy in there. So, mate, it's going to be a big season. Even now that we're talking about these four clubs, I'm, uh, I'm excited about it. <laughs> I know. The cricket finally wraps up tonight. The T20 between Australia and the Windies signals at end to the summer of cricket. So, footy. And the trials, the Fed Income trials start this weekend. Hey, Teddy, before I let you go, um, and I'll probably delve into this more tomorrow now, but I just want to get your take on it. Uh, even before this weekend's trial, because I saw him at training last week, Tr- Tristan Saylor has got to be one of the most underrated, undervalued, underused players in, in the NRL. Uh, and, and I'll tap into that, the top five underrated, underused players in, in any competition. But Tristan Saylor, He's in any other team. He he's going to be a walk-up start, surely. Yeah, look, mate. He's going great, isn't he? And it'll be interesting to see how they use him next year, the Bronx, because uh, you know, again, he's impressed impressed on the weekend. And you know, I, I haven't seen a hell of a lot of Tristan, but I think he's the sort of player that you could probably play anywhere. You know, from you know doing a small stint in the middle. You know, probably playing that sort of lock forward, loose forward sort of role um, to sort of. Uh, I, I guess, you know, covering the whole back line. So he's a hell of a player, mate. And, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how, how the Bronx using this year. But um, you're right. I think at this stage he's grown into a, a really fine player. And it won't be too long, I think, before there'll be clubs knocking on the door trying to get into their clubs. Good on you, Tati. Really appreciate your time stepping us through it. Brent Tate, a man who's been there and done it before at club level, uh, state and country, and even off-field roles too, uh, up north. Great stuff, isn't it? 13 13 55 0467 736 736. Uh, time to cue Bon Jovi. Vanessa is standing by with the news. As we've heard, Pat Carrigan and Adam Reynolds. Yes, they are still friends. Nothing but a couple of mates having a scuffle. Storm in a teacup or something more sinister that needs to be jumped on. There needs to be an example set. 13 13 55 0467 736 736. If you're in charge of the NRL, what punishment, if any, do you dish out to Pat Carrigan and Adam Reynolds? Does Adam Reynolds deserve to be punished? He was trying to calm Paddy down, get him home, put him in a cab. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Plenty of text to get through uh, and phone calls to, oh, I'm going to have to, where's, where is the quiz? Because we are doing the quiz at 11 o'clock. Yes, normal programming has resumed uh, at 11 o'clock. I've given you one answer already. Uh, actually, I've filtered a few through our conversations today, which you'll be picking up on. Um, do, 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 do. Spencer Johnson. There we go. That's another answer you'll need. Spencer 
Johnson. That's coming up after 11. Uh, do you think you know more about footy than your mates? Well, you can put your talents to good use by playing SEN's NRL tipping in 2024 for your chance to share in over 12 grand in cash and prizes, including the ultimate NRL grand final experience powered by Ream. You can even start your own private league. Play against your mates. Imagine the chat. Imagine the banter going up there. Sign up at nrltipping.sen.com.au and get tipping today. Not long now before round one kicks off officially. It will be happening in Vegas. Something else happened in Vegas in the last 24 hours. What was it? That's right. You two played at the Sphere, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, no, that's been happening for a while now, hasn't it? Uh, that's right. They're calling it the greatest show on earth, the Super Bowl. Um, out of that, plenty of chat, plenty of talk about the GOAT. Is he? No. Well, that's Tom Brady. But is Patrick Mahomes on his way to being there? Clutch in all those moments, wasn't he? Uh, not the, Probably not the game that rose to great heights, but a couple of big talking points out of it. And, and to me, this was probably a worse look than what happened with Carrigan and Reynolds. And I'm talking about Travis Kelsey and coach Andy Reid. Not that Andy Reid had much to do about it, but Travis Kelsey in his face blowing up. Well, the fallout from the Chiefs win in Vegas, that is part of it. Here's Travis Kelsey's take on it. He's one of the best leaders of men that I've ever seen in my life. And um, he's helped me a lot with that, with channeling that emotion, with channeling that passion. And, um, I owe my entire career to that guy and being able to um, kind of control um, how, how emotional I get. And um, I just love him, man. There we go. Travis Kelsey, uh, emotional, yeah. He ended up uh, being best on ground as far as running metres. In the end, it was a very quiet first half from him. I think it was one yard for one touch, Travis Kelsey. And, yeah, he was benched for a while, and that was behind the blow-up. Put me back in the game, coach, where he said words to that effect, didn't he? What was going on? What about Andy Reid? What was his take on it from his, well, one of his main men? Yeah, he was emotional today. So um, I get I man, Listen, I have five kids, so I, I, I get how that goes. Um, the part I love is he loves to play the game, and he wants to help his team win. I mean, it's not a selfish thing. That's not what it is, and I understand that. And so as much as... Um, you know, he bumps into me. I get after him, and we understand that. Um, he just caught me off balance. <laughs> he just caught me off balance. Yeah, blindsided him too. So the passion, the heat of the moment, that the coach can see it, yes, in the light of day. Uh, to me, as I said, a worse look. Should there be punishment handed down to Travis Kelsey? No, probably not. Although, what if they'd lost the Super Bowl? That takes a different twist, doesn't it? Well, all these ifs, whats, and maybes. But to me, it comes back down to respect. Respect for your coach, respect for authority, respect for your elders. Do we remember that? Is that even a thing anymore? Was that something that was that something that only my parents and grandparents taught me? It's something we teach our kids. But I wonder if that's been lost in society now. Jeez, we're getting very philosophical today, aren't we? Yes. Uh, 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Dinner or drinks are on us at the Waterloo Bay Hotel. Uh, That is part of Queensland's biggest sports quiz. It is back for 2024. Outstanding stuff. I've given you three. No, I've given you two answers. 
Bum, 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 bum. Uh, Nick Rewalt. There's one from left field. Nick Rewalt is another answer you will need. I'm going to be cramming a few more of these in the next 20 minutes before we turn the open line into the competition line. Uh, speaking of AFL, Nick Rewalt, there we go. There's our segment. We're catching up with Dean Solomon after 11 o'clock today because I want yeah? to. Yeah, no, exactly, Dane. We will be uh, catching up with Solo because we want to get his take on the AFL. Oh, I guess trials, intra-club matches, which are happening. The Lions having their second one uh, this Friday down at Springfield. The couples with a fan day down in that part of the world. Uh, then they take on the Suns in a uh, a trial match or a pre-season clash. Uh, again, what are we hoping to see from the Brisbane Lions fans? Are you? Do you want them to tweak? Do you want them to change things up? Do they need to change things up? I mean, they're one kick away from winning a grand final. Do they need to reinvent themselves or is it just tweak what they got? Well, uh, get it from a well, a person who's been there and done it before as far as coaching's concerned, coming into a preseason. Do you just need to keep reinventing yourselves or are they on the right uh, on the right path? 13-13-55-0467-736-736. Uh, interesting to see the AFL release their end of financial figures. Uh, the board has met. It's going to be put out there to, well, they have put it out to the clubs and the chief executives. But one of the big takeaways, one of the headlines from that, is the average wage in the AFL and a record number of players are millionaires. A million bucks a season. How many players in the AFL do you reckon earn a million dollars a season? Seven? Eight? Ten? Fifteen? Nineteen players are earning at least a million dollars a year. The average player, average... That wage started knocking on the door of 450000 That's last year. The salary cap in 2025 is expected to hit $17.7 million in the AFL. $17.7 million. Now, of course, they've got more players on a list than NRL. NRL, it's the top 30. AFL has another, what, 15, 16 players on top of that, depending on the club that you're at. The salary breakdown with the new collective bargaining agreement at hand of players a 10% backdated pay rise for 2023. Remember COVID, they took a hit. They decided, yes, to keep the game going, we will forego a certain amount of pay. But a 10% pay rise would be nice, wouldn't it? It bumped the average salary. Here we go. If you're driving, pull over. If you're standing, sit down. The average player salary, $441,464 for those playing at home. In 2022, there were 12 players on a million plus dollars. Died 23. That has jumped up to 19. And I'm okay with that. I am always okay with what players get because the market determines that. It's a bit like selling your house. Your house is only worth and a player is only worth what someone's willing to pay. That's how the market works. And think about their careers. They're not playing until they're 60, 65, 40 even. So over that short amount of time and doing what they do, being the elite of the elite, not only in this country, but on the planet, the elite of the elite, they're getting paid exactly what the market determines, right? Uh, 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. We're back to these texts at the moment uh, on Rugby League and the Broncos, but... Uh, your thoughts on AFL players' wages, but also the punishment handed down to the Broncos. What should it be? 
Adam Reynolds and Pat Carrigan, should they receive the same? Should Pat Carrigan get more than Adam Reynolds, considering it looks like, from what we're hearing, he was, the, I guess, the agitator and Adam Reynolds was trying to be the cooler? Should there be a punishment at all? 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Uh, your reaction, more of it as it comes from Red Hill. We'll hear from uh, Kevin Walters as well. The coach went to great lengths to explain his thoughts on the situation. 10.45 this Tuesday morning, knocking on the door of 27 degrees in the greatest city, in the greatest state, in the greatest country on earth. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Slim and Sam, you make me laugh. Yeah, they probably forgot what they were fighting for indeed. Uh, 13 13 55 0467 736 736. Uh, text line absolutely blowing up. We'll get into that in just a moment. Uh, let me see. I've got to give you... Do, 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 do. India. India. Write that one down. You will need that for the quiz. The last man standing, as we know how it works. Of course, the first five callers through will get a second bite at the cherry because strategy plays a big part in this. We'll be doing that straight out of the 11 o'clock news. Queensland's biggest sports quiz, dinner or drinks on us at the Waterloo Bay Hotel. All right. Troy, on the text line, alcohol and excessive drinking is still what underpins the mythology of Australian culture. When's this going to change? As a non-drinker, these players have an abject disrespect for the code they represent. Send them back to Queensland Cup. Let them get belted by blokes who work full-time and hold the game of rugby league in high esteem. Just contemptuous to the greatest game of all. Troy, thank you. Troy and Georgie, that one signed off on. So, Troy, you're saying that's what the punishment should be. Go back and play Queensland Cup. Do you agree? Do you agree? with Troy and Georgie's household. Uh, we do have a poll up on the socials, 100% on our Instagram poll. It says Carrigan and Reynolds should be allowed to play in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, Dane, exactly right. They, they should be allowed to play in Vegas, according to you. So what should the punishment be? Because missing that first round, yes, puts the team at jeopardy and not being able to get the points. It's a showcase of rugby league, a Vegas trip. There's no guarantee the Broncos will be there next year. It's a big blow to the players if that is the punishment handed down. Uh, Winston, given what you mentioned about Renault trying to get Patty into a cab, maybe a more minor punishment for him. He has to listen that he has to listen to that Ton Run Rundgren? Rundgren Rund who who? That you just played on repeat. Oh, Ton Rundgren. All right. Did we just play that? Okay, right. Is that who you're fighting for, one? Right, okay. I thought that was someone. Anyway, uh, seems like uh, it seems arrogant because this is the second time alcohol has been a major problem for Carrigan. It appears he hasn't learned. 
I think he should miss Vegas and Reynolds gets fined. Although trying to do the right thing, he shouldn't be engaged in that sort of behaviour. Forget these cliches about team bonding, boys will be boys, etc. That's par for the course. Do the crime, do the time or pay the fine. No name on that text. So there we go. As I said, this is polarising opinion. Divided down the line, 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. What punishment, if any, should be handed down to the Broncos? Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Yeah, I'm tipping Pat Carrigan and Adam Reynolds would like to turn back time. Well done, Sammy. Uh, right now, though, is the time to jump on the competition line. 13-13-55. You need to tell me who won the Super Bowl MVP after leading Kansas City's fight back to back-to-back Super Bowl titles. It was best player on ground. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you've got the answer, you are off and running. The $50 Waterloo Bay Hotel voucher could be yours. Remember, the first five callers through, you get a second bite of the chair at our last man standing sports quiz. 11 o'clock here on SENQ. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Yes, keep it locked here on SENQ. You'll hear an extended take from Kevin Walters and Pat Carrigan, Adam Reynolds, all front of the media, the captain, the coach, the vice captain, after Sunday night's scuffle in the park in the Valley went public. Storm at a teacup or something that is more dire? Something the NRL will make a decision on. What should their punishment be? We'll get into that. So many texts from a story that is dominating the sporting landscape in this city, in this state today. Uh, But right now, we need to do this. Ten questions, one winner. Time for Morning's Quiz Whiz. And now here's our very cheap version of Tony Barber, Benny Davis. Quiz Whiz. There we go. Queensland's biggest sports quiz. Quiz Whiz. It sounds a bit... We probably should have come up with something a bit different. Over the break, the quiz whiz. It sounds like a sounds like a kids kids lolly, doesn't it? Fizz whiz, Me quiz whiz. Amazing. Yeah, thanks, Block. All right, uh, plenty standing by, which is outstanding. We are off and running for twenty twenty four. Let's go to Maruka. Rob, very good morning to you, Rob. What do you do? Who do you barrack for? Uh, hey Ben, um, what do I do? I'm a accountant, financial controller, and I barrack for um, 
the lions and the sharks and the and the wallabies and that's it. So oh. Plenty of others as well. Plenty of others as well. All right. Geez, you went around the went around the lap then. The, the sharks, the li- at least the lions are giving you some joy at this point in time. Um, we'll get. Hey, actually, we'll talk lions too later this hour too, which is brilliant. Okay, mate. Let's kink things off. Who won the MVP at Super Bowl yesterday after leading the fight back for the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, watch that. That was Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, exactly. He pulled it out of the fire when he needed to in those clutch moments. Uh, Rob, question number two. Name the former Olympian who announced he would compete in the enhanced games to try and break the 50-metre freestyle world record. Yeah, that'd be the missile, James Magnuson. James Magnuson. I've got a text on that too, which I'll read out a little later on. Uh, that's yeah, something I missed last week, sadly being away. Uh, crook, but we can get stuck into that a little later on too. All right, question number three, Rob. Who did Australia yep. beat to win the under-19 Men's Cricket World Cup? Oh, yeah, I caught, I caught that hint you gave before you said India and... Uh... Ex- ex- sure, yeah, exactly. It was India. It was just like the, uh, well, the, the men's ODI World Cup. Australia taking down India too. And great stuff because the captain and one of the quickest bowlers, in fact, our leading wicket taker for Australia at that World Cup, uh, both Brisbane boys, both playing for Valleys uh, in Cal Vidler and Hugh Wybigan, which uh, is brilliant. I know they're making their way home from South Africa, hoping to catch up with uh, one of the boys tomorrow on the program too. Great success story there. Right. Question number four, Rob. Uh, which Australian basketball legend who's played four Olympics announced her retirement from international basketball on the weekend? Yeah, I heard that on your sh- on the on this uh, channel yesterday. That was Lauren Jackson. Yeah, Lauren Jackson. She helped the Aussies, the Opals, get into uh, qualify for Paris. Uh, what was it? Age 42. What a comeback that was. Good on you, Lauren. Uh, question number five. Rob, Jesus, what about this? You're flying through it, but don't worry. You've got Greg, you've got John, and you've got Jake death riding you here. Remember, any stumble and they will pounce. Uh, question five. Which Brisbane Heat star played his first international game on Australian soil in Adelaide Sunday night. Oh, Adelaide Sunday night. Mm. Um, he has played for Australia before, but not on home soil. No, I don't. Uh, I know it wasn't. Oh, I'm going to say Bartlett, but I'm pretty sure he played earlier. No, it wasn't Bartlett. It wasn't Bartlett. But, Rob, the good news is because you were one of the first five callers through, you do get a second bite of this. So he hangs up and rings back again, uh, which would be good. All right. Jake, very good morning to you. Do we know which Brisbane Heat star played his first game on home soil internationally on the weekend? Morning, Ben. Uh, it was Spencer Johnson. Spencer Johnson, the mild thing. Exactly right. What a future he's got. Uh, oh, this is one of the clues I gave earlier. Where did the Queensland Reds play their final preseason trial on the weekend? I'll give you a clue. It was against the Waratahs, but where did they play it? Uh, maybe Roma. Oh, maybe right. Exactly. Yes, the country series. It's something they've been doing so successfully, taking uh, taking footy back to the bush too. So that's, uh, that was um, good to see the uh, the Reds head back out to Roma and uh, everyone come from far and wide to um, to be on hand for that. 
And the reason why I'm padding here is I've lost my place because I dropped my piece of paper. Here we go. <laughs> question question number seven. Uh, oh, name the Dolphins player who scored a first-half hat-trick in their trial on the weekend. This was in Rocky against the Capras. First-half hat-trick. Uh, Dolphins. I'm a, I'm a Broncos fan, but mm. I, I'm going to say it was maybe Tessie New. Oh, yeah, there we go. Former Bronco as well. Exactly. Former well Bronco, done. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, putting his hand up for one of those centre spots. That's going to be hotly contested this year. Tessie New, we've got Ewan Aiken, who I know is uh, speaking today uh, down at uh, the Dolphins. You've also got Avarillo and uh, a bloke called Herbie Farmworth, all fighting for centre positions there. So one to keep in the mix. Question number eight. Which AFL legend was part of the ESPN Australia coverage of Super Bowl yesterday? And I know you would have been watching Channel 7, but... Here's a bloke, and it's a random question. An AFL legend, part of ESPN's Super Bowl coverage yesterday. Um, it was Nick Rewald. <laughs> it was Nick Rewald. Yes, exactly right. Brilliant I stuff. I was watching Channel 7. I'm yeah, good, no, good man. Good man. <laughs> hey, Jake, no, you can come again. Very good. Uh, question number nine, or the penultimate question. Harry Grant was recently named Melbourne Storm captain. Queensland town is he from? Um, it's I, I know it's oh, I'm gonna I'm, I've probably got this wrong here, but is it Yipoon? Ah, uh, no, not Yipoon. Jake's so close, but don't worry, you do get a second chance. This this could this could skip and trip up a few. Harry Grant is from where? Let me see who is next caller on the line. A uh, Greg. Good morning to you. Oh, hello, Greg. You there? Greg. Oh, I can hear his radio on in the background. Greg, pick up. Greg, quick. Greg. No, we're going to have to leave Greg there. Let's go to John. John, hello. Hey, hey Ben, how are you? Hey, very well, mate. Question number nine. Harry Grant. He's just been named Melbourne Storm captain. What Queensland town does he hail from? He's born in Rocky. Born in Rocky? Mm. No, I'm say he's from Rockhampton. Are you going to say Rockhampton? Well, see, he oh, born in Rocky. Now, this is contentious because I reckon he grew up and played most of his footy outside of Rocky. But maybe that was the hospital which he was born in. See, Sam's giving you the no. Hmm. What town is he from? Look, John, I even though Sam buzzed you out, I'm going I'm I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Rocky, yes. Born there on a technicality, but grew up and played in Mackay. So I would have taken either Rocky or Mackay because of that. There we go. Yeah, there we go. I, I I've overruled. I've made I've made an executive decision. Sam buzzed you out, but born in Rocky, there you go. Maybe that was because of the the nearest hospital. I don't know at the time. Uh, All right, question number 10, John. And again, you've got Rob, you've got Jake. They're all death riding you as well. They've been there and done the hard work. Hmm. Glenn Maxwell, his century against the Windies in the T20 in Adelaide, took him to the top of the list for the most T20 international hundreds uh, with five. When I say top of the list, he's level with one other player. So they both have five international T20 centuries. Who's the other player? Um, I'm pretty sure it's Rohit Sharma. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure you're right. Well done. 
Oh, John, brilliant stuff. Uh, John, uh, Jake and Rob, you did a lot of the hard work too, um, but uh, John has pounced Robert Sharma right at the end, but that's the beauty of the last man standing quiz, isn't it? Uh, made a Waterloo Bay Hotel night out, or oh, lunch on us, dinner, drinks, lunch, whatever it may be. I'm going to send you back to the Hoff and he's going to get your details. John, thank you for playing. There we go. Um, yeah, Rockhampton, Harry Graham brought, bought at uh, Bourne, but uh, uh, brought, up, brought up in Mackay. So, yeah, I'm making an executive call on that. No other correspondence will be entered into. Uh, it's coming up to 14 minutes past 11, 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. We've just hit the reset button on the competition line. It is back to the open line. Punishment for the Broncos, because that's the next step now. The Broncos have said that they are not going to do anything until the NRL Integrity Unit hands down their decision. Based on that, they may decide to do nothing at all, or they may have to hand out their own punishment. So if you're in charge of this, what punishment should be handed down to Pat Carrigan and Adam Reynolds? Do they get equal punishment, being at the wrong place at the right time? Pat Carrigan... Main instigator, put his hand up for that. Both fronted the media today and explained their actions, explained their remorse. I'll play you some of that if you're just joining us for the first time today, if you have missed that. And we'll also get the reaction from Kevin Walters, the coach. What they have done as fronted up and have accepted responsibility and have accepted any punishment that comes their way, whatever that may be. So if you're in charge at HQ, what punishment do you hand out? As a deterrent to make sure this doesn't happen again. And do you have to take in the precedent that has been set? Payne Haas, Albert Kelly, I'll go back to that. Both of them copped one match plus monetary fines for doing something which seemed actually less than this. 131355 Oscar, very vocal. Thank you for your text. No one charged, no one hurt. See worse every day of the week in the Fortitude Valley. Some A-grade pearl clutching going on at the moment. Couple of blokes having a wrestle. Move on. Nothing to see here. Well, Scott, here's the thing. We see worse every day of the week in the Fortitude Valley. Isn't that the issue? Isn't that the biggest theme around this? Is consequences for your actions. We don't want to be seeing that every day in the valley, do we? Yeah, what are the consequences for those actions? Are we seeing appropriate punishment in our courts? I'd argue no. Actually, it's not even an argument. It's a full-on everyone knows. We're not seeing the right punishments. So what has to happen now as a deterrent? 131355 0467 736 736. Before we go to a break, let's go out to Calabar. Mike, g'day. Yeah, g'day, Ben. Uh, just growing up to give a bit of information about the Lions coming season. I'll have 10 seconds on the Broncos, though. Um, <laughs> Seems uh, recent enough that whatever those uh, two got in the foyer, that um, Carrigan and Reynolds should... I can't remember the punishment that they got, but uh, I see the bit of... Oh, a pa- 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 Payne Haas and Albert Kelly? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, but I see the Broncos are going to wait for the integrity unit, so I guess that's just a way of stalling so they can send them to Vegas. So uh, that's that's my take on it. Um, with the Lions, mm-hmm. um, I think uh, I just sort of brought up their team before and I thought I'm a bit mesmerised here about 
where you start. But I think, um, I, I don't know if you've seen Tom Duday um, highlights. He's not coming back until about round six, the small defender. Have mm-hmm. you seen him play at all? Uh, yeah, I've seen the highlights uh, because it wasn't someone that was on our radar yeah. up here in Brisbane until until he was, really, was he? No, but um, gee, he looks like... I think he's pretty much one of the best small defenders around. Reminds me a lot of Alex Rance, um, uh, the way he goes about both aspects of the game. He's He's got the speed, and I think, like, in a sense, he's kind of replacing um, Daniel Rich. Uh, so, look, he'd never be a Daniel Rich, but I think he's in the game where it's turning to speed. Yeah. I think Uday will cover that. Uh, you got... Connor McKenna, the uh, Irishman, um, yeah, he's got the speed and all the foot skills. I think he could probably eat a meal with his feet. Um, he's got such dexterity there. And you got um, you got Kitty Coleman too, who can who can put it on anyone's chest from uh, fifty out as well. So, and and we know, and this is something I'll be chatting to Dean Solomon about in about twenty minutes' time to get our take on the AFL as their preseason uh, uh, challenge starts next week. What is a revamped lines look like? Do they need a revamp? I mean, Duda comes into it, so of course he'll be there. And we know that their attack starts from the back and defence. We we saw that last year and they had great success with it. Uh, so did many other teams. Dacos, he dropped back there, didn't he, in the grand final uh, for Collingwood. So, Mike, it's a very good observation, something I'll be putting to Dean Solomon uh, as I said in uh, well, before midday today. 19 minutes past 11 right now. A uh, few showers on the way according to the Bureau. Mm, we'll see if that happens around town. Maybe it has been a bit slippery and wet where you are right now. 27 degrees here on SENQ. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Uh, waking up in Vegas, Brisbane, Las Vegas, kind of the same, really, over the last 24 hours, wasn't it? Who, who sings that one, Slam and Sam? Uh, that would be Katy Perry, but I do not want to be held responsible for that. Oh, really? Katy Perry? Jeez, your music taste is wide and eclectic. eclectic. That's exactly the word I was searching for. Uh, 13, 13, uh, We'll get into Kevin Walters, his response uh, very, very shortly. Uh, Jake Fraser-McGurk, one of the best talents in this country, young talents in this country, could be on show tonight uh, over in Perth. He and Wes Agar have been added to the men's uh, T20 squad. Um, that final match against the Windies tonight. You'll be able to hear it here on SENQ. I guess it officially officially rings home the end of the men's summer here in Australia. The women are still playing uh, their matches against South Africa, as we know. But the men after this T20... And and look, why this is important, because you might think, oh, Jesus, dragging on cricket. Well, there's only four games, including this one, to go until the T20 World Cup which is in the U.S. and the West Indies. So they need to get these combinations right. Fraser McGurk, does he make the trip? Is he part of it? I'd like to see him tonight because I, I think we know that Warner and Inglis work really well at the top of the order. But let's give the young kid a go. Jeez, I, I love the fact he was walking down the pitch to the fast bowlers in the opening overs of a one-dayer. You love to see that, don't you? Jeez, if he ticks that off in the space of a week, he's made his one-day debut and his T20 international debut. 
Mm, it'd be good. Uh, Josh Hazelwood has returned home to continue to prepare for that tour of New Zealand. It's that test tour, the one that Michael Nisa was called into uh, last week. 13, 13, 55, We'll get into your thoughts, your comments, what punishment should be handed down to Pat Carrigan and Adam Reynolds. Uh, you'd have to think one is coming from the NRL. Kevin Walters, part of the Brisbane trio. Yes, the captain and vice captain in front of the media today. But so did the coach. Uh, his take on what has happened between his captain and vice captain Sunday night in the Valley. At the end of the day, um, what, what happened on, on Sunday night, no one sort of condones it, but it, you know it's happened. So we just got to move on and um, treat it with the respect that it deserves, and then get on with playing some footy. No, I don't feel like. Yeah, I don't feel like they let me down. I feel like they let themselves down. They're, they're, you know, Paddy's a terrific person. Does so much, in, you know, in the community. Um, and, and you know, I think um, what happened on Sunday night, no one condones, but you know, it's happened. And I feel that as a club that we've um, got in and supported our players more than anything else, uh, which is what what we need to do. But also be respectful of the situation and um, and and deal with it appropriately. Are you going to suspend these players? No, we won't be suspending them. Um, that the NRL Integrity Unit is now looking at um, all the vision, and they'll be obviously doing some interviews. So it's sort of out of our hands now and into theirs. Just on the Integrity Unit, when Nine News contacted Andrew Abdo yesterday about this story, he said that he wasn't aware of it. When did the Broncos make the NRL Integrity Unit aware of this matter? Well, that might be a problem with the communications in the NRL, not the Broncos. Kevin, how do you view the incident? I mean, it seems like, you know, boys will be boys. Is that the sort of attitude? Or is oh, it well, it, it's not a relaxed attitude, but, I, you know, I have walked in their shoes before, and um, it's sometimes it's, it's, it's not easy. Um, rugby league's a very competitive sport, lots of testosterone, and boys like to have fun. And, well, not boys, they're men, and, and wrestle it obviously got a bit out of hand. So it, it's disappointing, but it's not the end of the world, really. Um, we're going to get on with things here. We've got a trial um, to play on, on Sunday night and also uh, round one in Vegas, which is really exciting for our boys and that's where our focus it's will be. Within a whisker of being a lot worse, I mean, it got yeah. pretty heated. Alcohol's obviously involved. Yeah. I mean, it's a fine line there. Now, right on the edge. Well, with, with, you know, alcohol's a problem in society, not just... Uh, in rugby league, it's a it's a big issue in society, and we're part of society. Does your club individually have a problem with alcohol? No, as I just said there, um, alcohol is a problem in the whole society, and um, yeah, we're we're part of society. So. Yeah, there we go. Kevin Walters uh, fronting the media this morning. Uh, his take on it, yeah, it's a societal problem. It is, and rugby league is a snapshot of society. We know that. All walks of life come across it. So the society in which you live, you want to see consequences for actions, right? The NRL set a precedent. What should happen? They suspended Payne Haas and Albert Kelly. Well, that was two years ago now. Well, coming up on two years ago, 2022. I remember Sancho Gate or, you know, yeah, it was, it was so minor. It was so ridiculous. Yet it was caught on camera bringing the game into disrepute. Payne Huss had form, had prize. Albert Kelly didn't. 
they both got a match each, and Payne Huss was slapped a ten thousand dollar fine. Albert Kelly, five thousand. Uh, Bob's on the Gold Coast. Bob, good morning to you, Pat Carrigan, Adam Reynolds. Yes, mate. Um, I reckon don't take him to Vegas. Put him back in reserve grade for that week, and just don't take him to Vegas because I'm sure they're all looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm sure they would have been. It would have been one of the highlights as well. So you think that punishment is suffice, missing the first round? Oh, I think so. Not not fines or nothing. It might wake a lot of people up and just say, oh, we, if we stuff up, we might miss out on something important. I guess then the question is, who becomes the captain? If you've got your captain and vice-captain missing, who, who steps up? Who will represent the Broncos in Vegas if that is the case with the C next to their name? Oh, I reckon the next senior player, whoever that may be. It's a very, it's a, there's, there, put your thinking caps on to see where that lands. Uh, is it a, geez, is that, is that a Payne Haas? I mean, he's been their best player for the last, what, four, five years. So does he lead the Broncos? Uh, Bob, thank you. 13, 13, 55, 0, 4, 6, 7, 7, 3, 6, 7, 3, 6. Every action has a reaction, right? Every action has a consequence. If you don't put the captain, vice captain on the plane, who takes over? Here's the thing. You talk about going back and playing reserve grade, Q Cup or whatever. Well, the, the Broncos do have a trial against Manly the weekend before Vegas. Now, it'll be a very understrength Brisbane team because the main players will be already in the States preparing for that. Can you imagine if Reynolds and Carrigan are lining up against a, a manly side? And it will be it'll actually it'll be a manly reserve grade team as well in that final trial. So when you flip that all around and, and actually see what's on the line this weekend against the Cowboys, this will be the Broncos' final hit out for their, well, their final chance to give their A graders, their first graders, their first 17 a shot at games before round one 13 13 736 uh time for a news hit uh, we'll get stuck into the afl trials and what the lions and broncos uh the lions and sons uh need to do in 2024 that's next Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Oh, see, Slam and Sammy was doing so well, and then all of a sudden his go-to when he's got nothing is... GWS and the Giants theme song. And yet, see, we're talking Lions and Suns here, Sam. Come on. You, 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 can, you can do better. Look, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Uh, 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. I just want to read this text out from Patrick before we jump into AFL and Dean Solomon. He said, look, for all the concerned comments regarding these Broncos players and the example they're setting for kids, how do you reconcile with your SEN colleague who signed up for the Enhanced Games? What kind of example does that provide to the kids? Glass houses, perhaps? Ooh, patch. Uh, look, just on that, the enhanced games. Um, and James Magnuson, he, he, he's had his say on why he's actually doing it. It's the money up for grabs. He's not competing in a sport that is anything now but enhanced. So it's not cheating because the rules are that you are able to take those substances. Is it the right thing? 
well, it's what you put in your body, right? And that's the conversation you have with kids. It's not about the cheating side of things and the example there. So, of course, the enhanced games, you make that choice of what you put in your body. That's the right or wrong thing to be talking to your kids about. Patrick, thank you. 13 13 Let's turn our attention to AFL because next week... Yes, when the Broncos are about to launch into Vegas, the AFL is having their first pre-season community series. That's right. Things kick off on Tuesday. In fact, Collingwood and Richmond go head-to-head. We go down to Thursday, February 29. That's right, leap year. And that's when the Lions and the Suns will both be in action and they're taking on their Sydney counterparts. The Lions taking on the Swans. The Suns taking on the Giants. No, Sam. No, no. Down, down. Down, right. Uh, Yes, the Lions and Swans playing uh, out of Blacktown in Sydney and the Suns and Orange team are going head-to-head in Canberra. So, same question I put to Brent Tate. I'll be putting to Dean Solomon. Dean, a very good morning to you. Uh, Trial matches, uh, are they an unnecessary evil at this time of year or is there something that clubs can actually hone in on and try and get some answers for? Good morning. Good morning and good to see you. Um, No, no, I think they're necessary and I think they're important, actually. Um, There's only so much you can do uh, in a three- to four-month period when, in in the terms of of playing against yourself and and trying to implement new strategies around, say, stoppages or or ball movement or or team defence because, obviously, you're playing against each other, you know what you're trying to do. So it actually doesn't – you don't actually get a real handle on whether it works or not. So to play against – a live opposition that doesn't know your game plan or all the things you've added over the summer um, and just to see how it works and, and get a feel for whether you need to adjust further. Um, it is an important process and it's also good to to get some exposure um, to some younger players that haven't uh, played a lot of uh, sort of senior football. So uh, those minutes those minutes become really important to those kids and uh, and that can help them later in the season as well. So there's a, there's a few angles you, you look at it, um, but there's absolutely no no doubt in my mind that they're a really important process to the, to the year. From a coaching point of view at this time of year, do, do you have your do you have your uh, first team in, in mind already? Is that almost locked in? Or, or are, there, are there still positions that could be open that the coaches really want to see someone stand up and take? I reckon as a coach, you've probably got your, your 26 to 30 in your mind that you feel will, will impact the senior side throughout the year. Um, your round one side, there's no way you'd have it locked in right now. Uh, you probably have maybe 15 locked in. Um, and then it's also subject to injury, isn't it, come round one. So that's why it's important. You might feel like you've got your centre-half forward locked in. Um, for example, Richmond, Tom Lynch, but all of a sudden, if an injury pops up, um, who's next? So getting exposure and, and getting some game time into to that player who will fill that role is really, really critical. So, yes, I think 70 to 80% um, in, in your mind as a coach, you've you sort of got your side somewhat locked away, but it's more of a squad, more of a number, 25, 26 to 30, that you feel um, is important to, to get those minutes into in this summer summer comp. Right, let's run our rule over the lines to start with. I mean, they, were, they were a kick away from being the reigning Premier. Do, do they need to tweak much, do much, reinvent themselves, or if it ain't broke, don't fix it? Yeah, I don't think they need to reinvent themselves. They definitely need to add. There's no doubt that, I mean, you've got to always, each year you're looking to improve. And I think we spoke post-grand final last year about, you know, what the outcome and the result and how close they were and what, what does that mean to them 
it was we sort of spoke about how mentally that that was going to be a, a real challenge to them and how they handled the off season was critical um i think coming back um into into the the season, everything we're reading and hearing, they're doing really well and have come back in a, in a great state, which is great. But um, I think individually, they need to add 2 to 4% extra each and then as a collective, um, little little parts of their game. So whether just tightening up team defence or, or just a little structure in around a ball up or a throw in, just little things. I think that's they just need to add and, and really master that rather than sort of reinvent, if that makes sense. Um, let's be honest, they were one kick short. Yeah. Um, so that that improvement over summer. That's all it takes. And 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 what becomes a challenge is they can't get bored with it. They're, they're sort of competing against themselves. If they're doing the same things and thinking, oh, we're doing this over and over again, it's it's the ones that can do the basics over and over and, and the teams that can do repeat their game plan consistently over and over uh, and they master it, that's when they can execute come um, the season proper. So I don't think they need to reinvent. I just think they need to add. Uh, ever, ever so slightly. The wild card in the pack is Tom Zuday. He He's not available until probably at the earliest round six, maybe in a little bit longer. But they, they can't just sit back and wait for him to come in, can they? they? They have to obviously hit the ground running. But then when he comes in, how much does he change things up and his ability? Oh, there's no doubt. And, and you're right. So they can't, they've got to almost operate the, like they don't have him. Um, up until the point that they do have him, and just look at him as an absolute bonus, really. Um, he, I mean, we've seen him, we've all seen him in full flight, and what he can add in the air, and then and then counter punch back at the oppo in offense is huge. Um, but I think they just got to continue to operate um, as per normal, pretend in their own mind, kind of like they don't have him, and then just see it as an absolute bonus when he does come into the side. And it's going to take him some time, let's be honest too. It's um, his recruit, it's 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 new, it's exciting. Um, but he's gone through some significant injuries mm. and, and that's a lot of toll on his body. Um, so he's he's going to be taking the, um, the right road to build a lot of confidence back into his body. And then it doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter if you're the best player ever to play the competition in your life. Um, it takes time to find, to find your feet again. So whether that be through touch with ball in hand or whether that be match fitness, because that's a whole other level. And, and if you've had time off and, and big time off, match fitness takes another four to six weeks to really get it back up to where it was. Um, so I think, yes, he's available round six or seven, um, but I think round 15 onwards is when he'll have a real impact uh, for the Brisbane Lions and on the competition. So, which is actually a nice thing because if they get themselves in a position uh, like they had the last couple of years where they're attacking finals and then all of a sudden a recruit like this um, is he's covering the ground well, well, that becomes really exciting for him. Right, let's head down the M1. Uh, Terry, shit that you're familiar with. Um, Damien Harwig comes in and he's got the best crop of kids in, in the comp. Do you empower them straight away? Do you do you throw them in? I know they're talking about them almost being AFL ready because they've been training and been part of the system uh, mm. from yeah for, for, for a number of years now. Where, where and how do you take that? Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been uh, back to the Suns uh, or, or been at the Suns White. Um, Damien's been there, but I, I could imagine he would have taken the approach on, on day one. He would have he put the left the kids to the left. He would put the old guys to the right, and he would have looked at the kids and said, "Your job in this summer is to go straight past these old blokes, and, and to the older blokes, your job is to fight that and not let that happen." So I reckon the in, internal competition would be massive, which 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 is what you want, and that's um, and that obviously ultimately leads to to the way you play. I think, I mean, let's look at the journey over the last three or five years, the, the academy uh, and, and how the academy's really blossomed and, and, and um, you know, it's, it's gone up to Northern Territory. It's really expanded as well. Um, there was a series of priority picks they had there 
a couple of years ago, and now they, they've probably got the best coach in the competition currently. Um, so I think it's all directions uh, heading north as far as the ladder. There's a lot of hard work for that to happen. But um, I think, back to your initial question, I think it's a real balance of empowering the kids um, and, and challenge them to go past the old guys and, and take their spots. Um, so I think Dimmer will play a balance of older and new, um, which is which is really nice. But um, I think it's time. It's time for the Suns to um, to to head into a finals campaign and um, and celebrate that. And you know, I I, I think you know some of the language is starting to change a little bit. I think they're starting to to put it out there a bit more that finals is what they want. And and why not put it out there mm. if you fail? But um, I think it's important that you you strive to to achieve the ultimate and that's you're not here to not play finals so i think it's time for the suns yes absolutely well what's that like when the chairman and the suns chairman have a history of this and coming out and nominating within five years we'll have a title well that, that didn't happen but bob east uh has said in well now he in under his tenure it's going to happen in the next three years that they'll be contending for a premiership as a playing group as coaches is that is that pressure that you welcome or is that a burden you have to to carry and just go oh come on come on boss no please don't give us that pressure well i think i think if if the club's operated really well i think there's a whole collaboration piece and alignment piece that happens there so that whole that whole vision and therefore strategy should be built together so should, everyone should be speaking one language anyway so whether it's a a five-year um, uh, vision slash strategy uh, or a three-year, uh, you would imagine that the whole of the club would have spent many days, many days in behind closed doors, putting that all together and how does all, all the layers of that look? And and that includes the coach, the CEO, the president, everyone. Um, so then you walk out United and you know exactly where you're heading and at what phase you're in, year one, year two, year three, and, and, and how it all looks. So, um, yes, yeah, so my answer would be you would hope not. You'd hope that... If the, if the president or CEO is coming out and the coach is going, oh, sh- you know, don't say that. <laughs> um, that's not a good. That's not a good sign from the start. So uh, <laughs> I would imagine it, it would be watertight. They would have put that together um, collectively. They would understand where they've come from, where they're going, and uh, and if they feel that's achievable, then it is achievable. Outstanding stuff, mate. It is always good to pick your brains. Dean Solomon will chat throughout the season. Appreciate it. It's coming up to seven minutes away from midday. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Thanks for stepping in the ring with me for the last three hours. It's been eventful. We've had a lot of debates, a lot of conversation too, still split down the middle. Uh, the Instagram and Twitter poll results, about 60-40 about whether they should be suspended and playing in Vegas. 60 saying that they should still be uh, able to play. Uh, some breaking news coming out of Newcastle. Bradman Best re-signing with the Knights. I'll leave you with that. We'll be back again tomorrow. Oof, what about that? From 9 o'clock, it's going to be a big, big Wednesday. We've been doing it all thanks to Mac as the home of Little Legends and Grass Sports here in Queensland. Until 9am tomorrow, good luck, good hunting. Fire up, Santa Pan!